Hi everyone. Welcome to the MOV Leaders podcast, a podcast where we celebrate women leaders. It is our tradition to call out a women trailblazer, but in this kind of difficult pandemic situation, it is a must for us to acknowledge and welcome the great participation and contribution from the frontline workers. Today I'm going to recall about Neeta Patil. She is the senior director and head of vaccine development in Novavax, a American based vaccination company. Your all female female team, it comprises of complete female member team she is heading and they have found three vaccines, possible vaccines to find uh, to fight against the novel coronavirus. And the, the three vaccines have reached to the final analysis stage also. It's a commendable contribution. Great job, ladies. And we look forward for the passing out of the uh, vaccine in a successful manner. And we all are hoping for the best. Thank you once again for your brave contribution. Now coming back to the episode. Today, I'm going to introduce you all to a very special guest. She is a senior tech leader in the industry. We have spoken multiple times. It is not easy for women to reach out to the top leader, especially in the STEM field. But Snigda made it possible. Snigda is the senior director in PayPal. It's my pleasure to welcome Snigda to the show. Without any further delay, let's add Snigda to the show. Hi, Snigda. I'm so, so happy you are here. How are you feeling to be part of Leaders? Oh, this is awesome. And uh, thank you for inviting me to the show. Uh, You guys are doing an amazing job. Uh, While I was thinking through this platform, I realized that um, platforms like this really make a difference because you all are bringing role models and people who have struggled and learned uh, to each and every woman who are either looking at entering the STEM stream or uh, definitely going through challenges for them to draw parallels and analogies and succeed in their own careers. So thank you, Cynthia, and thank you, um, leaders. Uh, This is an amazing job. Please continue doing that. Thank you. Thank you, Snigda. Thank you so much. For the benefit of audience, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us briefly about your background and journey? Sure, I will happily do that. Uh, So the way I look at myself is uh, a perennial learner, uh, somebody who's constantly looking at uh, the day-to-day small incidents in life to learn from. Because I believe that each and every instance in our life gives us a learning opportunity. And we can only enrich ourselves by taking advantage of it. So I'm somebody who was born and raised in Mumbai. Uh, As you know, it's a typical cosmopolitan uh, city. Uh, the financial capital of India. I come from a salaried, middle-class, but very progressive family and school setup. Uh, Somebody who, through her experiences, has learned that we need to continuously evolve our beliefs and mindsets. We need to be very diverse. So a little bit about my background or childhood. Uh, My sister and I lost a really exemplary role model dad at a very young age. Um, Our mother, who was an extremely strong, trusting and compassionate lady, uh, brought us up and she ensured that she executed my dad's desire to have both his kids into science streams. So both of us uh, landed up in engineering fields. 
Um, currently, my life is blessed with uh, three kids, uh, two homo sapiens and one pup. Uh, extremely mischievous and loving that uh, keep me very alive and alert through the day. Coming to my professional journey, it's been a very rich experience. Um, whether it has been different cities or uh, different nationalities that I've interacted with at leadership level, or just different functions within a product development life cycle, or a mix of domestic and MNC firms, I think I've been very fortunate to have it all. And this has definitely helped me uh, learn and adapt to what's required to succeed uh, or fail as the circumstance was in this uh, career track. Today, I am uh, leading the subscriptions and uh, vaulted payments product lines for PayPal, which is a nearly $2 billion portfolio. Uh, prior to this, I was heading AT's global product and technology uh, division out of India. That's Hyderabad and Pune offices. Great, great, uh, Snigda. Amazing uh, journey. You're, I could see you have, uh, you know, gone across various capacities. Uh, and, uh, you know, you are learning. Now I could relate like how you told that I'm a constant learner. Of course, with uh, such a rich experience, I couldn't ask for more. Uh, so, Snigda, <laughs> uh, now everybody knows a bit about your personal and professional background. I wanted to just um, zoom in on a specific fact, like how your beginning formative years. I understood that, uh, you know, your father desire and your mother execution on putting you into the engineering state. But I just wanted to, I'm just curious to know how your formative years helped you in reaching out to your tech leader position now. Sure. Uh, that's an excellent uh, question, Cynthia. Uh, so let me just go uh, back to uh, my childhood, right? In grade eight, uh, we were offered um, technical streams. So we had the option of picking up uh, electrical or mechanical engineering streams or the home science streams. And the way it worked, they offered the technical streams to the top one third of the grade population. Mm -hmm. uh, you will be surprised that we were less than 10%, I would probably say 7% of the class in the technical streams. Mm -hmm. It's not that girls did not qualify, right? Because as you know, Girls are very sincere, very responsible, very hardworking. So they have been performers. Uh, two things came out clearly um, at that period. Uh, one, there were parents uh, who wanted their girl child to be part of the home science streams and not technical streams. And strangely, there were girls who thought engineering was quite unfeminine. And this is in a city like Mumbai, where you do see a lot of progressive mindset. Um, go forward two years. This is my 11th and 12th grade. Uh, again, we had electronic stream, we had a, a mechanical stream, and we had a bio stream, right? There too, I saw women uh, shift towards a bio stream versus uh, electronics or mechanical stream, right? So you will see that this is more of a mindset uh, that probably got formed in early years. And, uh, you know, we can talk about it a little later. Why, uh, you know, we see that play out in choice of career streams. Now, uh, coming back to uh, the present scenario, right? Um, I really see out of those women who finally took engineering streams, 
a lot of them have been able to balance it out right they have either settled okay i'm happy being at the mid level or a uh, ind individual contributor level or many of them have gone to senior levels and balanced out the personal and professional streams but unfortunately several of them i have seen them dropping out of the workforce and that really pains me right and so there are times when i go back and reflect what have probably been the key turning points in my life that have enabled me to stay on uh, through lows and highs uh, through all the challenges and through all the dimensions that a typical working woman has to go through first thing that i would um, you know point out is a very inclusive environment where curiosity is developed is encouraged and a very inclusive environment is created at the school level itself right now i was a very spoken kid just like you satya and even in school i didn't really care if i was talking to my teachers or the principal right i just brought up points that were very very important for me and i remember one of the physics professors and this was a grade 12 professor and we know how important grade 12 is uh, he started bullying me that i was not very structured uh, i was somebody who was outspoken so obviously people cannot take it very well and he started pulling me cornering me the smallest thing that would go wrong he would call me out in the class and what i actually did is once at the corridor in front of my uh, friends i actually confronted him i said you felt i didn't come to the class test yesterday uh, because i wasn't prepared but hey this is my medical certificate i do have a eye problem and i couldn't open my eyes right i would say that the school provided a very bold environment where i could speak up knowing that it wouldn't impact my 12th grades right and i think incidents like this work in your subconscious mind and really help you develop that or nurture those attributes in yourself right of course one thing one very funny incident i would like to share i know when i was dating my boyfriend then boyfriend now husband uh, one of the days he came back and told me that uh, my mother said she is heard from her friends you are very outspoken so i think you have to realize that there will be such funny um you know tags or labels attached to you in the you know in different circumstances but again i think my husband stood by me he wanted a woman who would actually be outspoken so it works really both in your personal and professional uh, dimensions of life the second point that i would really like to say that enabled it was in my school there was equal focus given to academics as much as sports as much as a lot of literary activities as much as arts right and sports to me i, I was an athlete and uh, sports and athletics really taught me how to manage the lows the humiliations right because you sometimes made it to the school final team made it to the district level meet and sometimes you failed to make it to the state level meet but then you learn to take it as part of your life I had a lot of friends who were great in art, great in literary activities, and that also inculcated that desire to be at least good enough or at least try it out, right? So I think that is the second aspect. Uh, today, I think this is much more easier uh, because schools do provide this kind of environment. Uh, what also helps in this kind of environment is you're forced to learn with teams, build that one team spirit. and do a lot of networking right usually after a successful sports meet you would actually hang around boys girls together share the samosa share the snacks retrospect and these have really helped out in later your professional journey 
because this is where you want to have that comfort to share interact and all of those the third thing i would pretty much say i would actually attribute a lot of it to my home environment i think an environment where i wasn't preconditioned uh, to a stereotype woman expectation i was definitely at home uh, you know as we know uh, you know in a typical hindu family there are a lot of festivals a lot of religious customs and i was somebody unless i was convinced i wouldn't do it right and i know a lot of my friends were asked to shut up by their mom they were told shut up and follow it i have been told by my parents and i'm just passing it on to you i think i give a lot of credit to my mom who let me you know question it uh, ask for a scientific basis and if i was not convinced she let me discover and realize things on the way and adopt or not adopt based on whether i felt like similarly i remember when i was even a young 4 to 5 year old kid my dad and my sister they would come to me with problems that were definitely above my age level right usually family friends perceptions societal norms or my sister would even discuss her school friend issues and much that i didn't understand it i think i realized that my opinion is respected and environments always need to be inclusive So I think when I talk about conditioning, or Sandhya, just before the session, we were talking about it. It is so absolutely important to nurture these characteristics or build these characteristics in the girl child. Absolutely, I agree, uh, Snita. In fact, uh, one incident I could relate is I was also bullied so much in my school uh, times. In fact, um, especially by female teachers. In my uh, case. and whatever we do whenever i out uh, i behaved as an outspoken person they used to tell like how will you get married and go and live in a place uh, you know how they will be able to do it and that in 10th 11th 12th i never even you know was thinking about marriage and this thing i'll be wondering and one day i told my mother so uh, they been keep on saying this she came to school and she called the teacher and uh, the same thing you know she didn't bother she called her and said uh, you know if you are living in a family my daughter also will live in a family you don't worry <laughs> and exactly what is your job is to teach the uh, subject if she is not doing well there also i don't care and she will do what uh, you know she is intended to do until she is not behaving you know uh, ethically wrong or uh, you know morally wrong you have no rights to question me that gave me lot of confidence because she actually, was, awesome actually i was so scared because i was thinking that uh, this will impact my internal marks uh, later she may uh, you know no, do something to my practicals uh, all that i was so scared but my mother was saying okay let her do but you have to stand up right you have to stand up if she does that we will go and fight it out in a different way but do not uh, suppress yourself and do not think that what will happen if i stand up for myself please understand you have to uh, stand up for yourself otherwise you know nobody will uh, you know come and save you so that changed uh, my uh, dimension altogether after that wherever i go if i feel it is wrong for me or for others i used to stand up yes it had its That's own awesome. impact it is having its own impact but end of the day if i'm seeing in the long run it emerged me as a good leader and tomorrow i'm uh, today i'm i'm still learning but i'm able to inspire uh, you know people and uh, tell my stories and make people like you to come and share the stories so it is very important to imbibe the characteristics it's not necessarily somebody who is uh, an introvert you need not force them to be extrovert and somebody is extrovert and social you need not judge them also 
So conditioning exactly. plays a very, very, very major role. I completely agree, Snigdha. And one more um, pattern I'm seeing is all the guests who have come has actually given credits to their mom. So, uh, you know, to this generation also, who are moms there, one, my only submission is if you think, you no, know, you can actually create great leaders. And you are the inspiration. If you stand by your daughter or uh, you know, your son or whoever it is, they will get a lot of confidence when you believe them, trust them, and allow them to make their own mistakes, learn, and come up in life. Definitely, you will be very proud of them one day. So that is what I have seen. I think you brought up a good point, uh, Sandhya, an excellent point. I mean, one is the pattern, of course, very valid. Uh, but what you bring up is it is not just important for your daughter to learn. It is also important for your son because your yes. son will be an ally. Uh, at work, he is going to bring up his kids and Correct. he will respect the contributions of his wife and stand by her. So excellent point. Yeah, that's very much as like that. So we are talking about the beginning formative areas, right? So even if certain people pass through that phase and get themselves enrolled in STEM function, from there also I have uh, you know quoted a couple of statistics in my previous episodes also. Uh, there was a stat, um, if women is getting qualified in STEM degree, uh, out of 100, only 35% are getting recruited in firms. But compared to over 58% of uh, recruitment in women, uh, men uh, STEM, force, uh, STEM workforce. So similarly, that is one hurdle, right? Uh, that is one thing uh, to be for hiring mindset. We have spoken in uh, earlier um, the podcast series also. And the next level, even if you get hired, there is a stat that uh, over close to 65% of people, especially women, drop from tech field within 10 years and change their fields. And they don't continue and reach to the uh, leadership level. So that, this is a parity trend which is going on. Um, how do you uh, see this? Because one, this things earlier, I'm sure that two decades before, even business, business or... Uh, uh, consider medicine that those were also being considered as a male field but things have changed now a lot of people are now you can see more women workforce in finance marketing uh, management medicine uh, many fields but still stem is in work in progress so what is your take on this uh, disparity uh, snigda that's a very very relevant question india and i can uh, share my views i'm sure there are a lot of views out there um, so one thing we have to recognize is a lot of the improvements or innovations that have impacted our life positively have been led by technology advancements, right? Uh, and you can attribute it to a huge computing power, uh, you know, large data, cheap data storage, a lot of IoT uh, capturing data it's accessible to all the firms, right? Uh, and then you look at the customer service technologies tools. I think as a consumer today, um, you know, we have everything for us, right? Everything designed for us, for our engagement. Now, this has been possible only by a very, very rapid pace of technology advancement. Mm -hmm. Now, when there is a very rapid technology advancement that is causing business disruptions, this new business models, it really means that somebody in this field has to be very, very up to date and be an expert, right? Because if technologies are changing, you have to keep upgrading yourself. Uh, second thing, if you look at it, is um, 
you know, no innovation is happening in a silo. It's not that I can sit in a corner or, you know, like uh, I can get into a shower and think of a beautiful idea that works, you know, globally relevant, uh, you know, can scale, can perform and can, um, you know, excite the user. Today, most innovations uh, that are riding this hyper growth uh, scenario or the trend is happening because you are keeping connected with either your users or your marketing department or, you know, different development organizations, regional organizations, or you are building connects with industry, with market, right? Or with industry bodies across the world, right? So now being connected, being able to network, being able to brainstorm and co-create has become a necessity to succeed, right? So now if you look at it, talk about a woman, right? Leave the junior, um, you know, set of folks aside. Let's talk about the mid-level and senior level. Now, mid-level is when you will see most women in India getting married, trying to adjust with a new family, new ecosystem, struggling with societal norms, trying to find their identity in this new world. And then they graduate to the child nurturing, birth and child nurturing phases, right? So this is where also in the mid-stage that women's attention span and time is required a lot at home, right? She's Correct. going through a lot of changes. So now you think about it. This is not easy, right? Because what comes with it is a need for a huge investment for not only building your expertise, but also working at several odd hours. So to me, this is one or two key aspects why women sometimes are not able to take their pressure, are not able to operate in a highly competitive field, are not able to go to these boy clubs, relax environments for a drink after office, and chill and brainstorm in a relaxed environment, right? Because what's running on your mind is, oh, you know, my child's homework is pending, there is an exam tomorrow, oh, I was supposed to prepare dinner, and so on and so forth. So like, there's a lot of time sharing out there. Coming back to what we talked about a little earlier, right? Unfortunately, I think uh, along with it, what is happening is we are teaching our girl children. We believe they are faint-hearted. We believe that they need to be protected. So we're trying to create a safe and secure environment, right? We are trying to ensure that a girl child are these delicate darlings, uh, you know, whom we bring up. Now, what happens when these delicate darlings come to work? They think bold is bad because you've been taught to be nice. Uh, they think that uh, if you're being aggressive, that's not good because you're the nurturer. You should let enable others to succeed. But, you know, you need to sacrifice. Right. And then the other caregivers. Right. So our primary responsibility is at home. They look at what is required at work, speed of execution, bold decision making, uh, risk taking, navigating through uncertainty and being go getters or being perceived as go getters at par with your male colleagues. So now when you've grown girls with a different mindset, it creates an additional dimension of complexity in their mind because now a lot of things around them have changed and their subconscious mind has gotten into patterns that are not conducive to the work environment. So I think these are probably three things uh, that 
are inhibiting or making it easier for women to decide to jump out of the workforce and not take all of this pressure amazing uh, pointers like the amazing pointers so this is tempting me to ask a question how did you <laughs> navigate it all these things and doing great as a tech leader so that of course those will inspire many of us also to navigate and reach to that position like that sure i am sure all of us have very similar stories or different stories and yeah but happy to share uh, you know what i have learned i think one um, again during childhood uh, i was an off indira gandhi you know she used to come so nicely neatly dressed and speak to such a large forum and it was broadcasted on television right So in my early days, I remember I wanted to be the Prime Minister of India because I was so inspired by her. Not that I understood her financial policies or what she was talking. I was not in a position to judge her, right? But just being there and exuding that confidence and in such a powerful position and impact so many lives, I think is an example that each one of us have, right? I think we look forward to role models. we look forward to deriving inspirations from others and that is one thing that i have always had people to look up to right because there are just so many role models out there and this is where again i would say platforms like leaders right uh, bring the role models and again remember indira gandhi is there or uh, sheryl sandberg is out there right Uh, we can draw inspiration, but we do not get to interact, see them, understand the day-to-day -day challenges that hit us uh, more often than those. You know, one of those instances when they've gone and spoken at a boardroom. So I think platforms like yours need to bring it so close to people that women or girls in the workforce can associate with it, right? Can realize, oh, this is such an easy day. Why didn't they even think about it, right? Rather than sit and wonder, so I think that has helped me finding a lot of role models and drawing inspiration for them. The second thing that I have focused on, Cynthia, uh, is um, uh, pretty much uh, you know um, looking at both my workplace and my home on very similar lines. So I have always ensured that at home I do have tremendous amount of scenario planning. What if this could go wrong? That could go wrong, and I have a lot of backups there for right. Lot of layer backups. You know, always, uh, you know, parents at home, and then there are you know two levels of or two tiers of help in terms of cook, nanny, maids, all of it, right? Because when I go to work, I want to focus on work. My work needs me to do a business travel. I want to do the business travel, knowing fully well my kids are being taken care of, and you know what I would have done is being done with all sincerity, right? And similarly, when I have been at work, I have always focused on building a very strong one-team culture, a very strong uh, feeling of uh, you know oneness, right? Collective outcomes and collective failures. How that has helped me is um, when I stepped out mid of my career to do my executive MBA. Literally, I had to be one week out of every six weeks or eight weeks, right? And then I had a, you know they were all in-class uh, programs. my next level without even me asking for it they just filled in that gap seamlessly and my presence was absolutely not missed so i think that definitely helped uh, you know how uh, things did work out better for me when i needed people around me uh, the third thing that i did india was i was very very selective especially during mid level to senior level transition 
to choose my mentors and coaches right so if there was one uh, mentor who was a chinese boss i admired i learned from him very very bold decision making taking risks speed of execution uh, you know and he was this uh, fan of military uh, style of leadership i learned the positives from him similarly i had another mentor who had selected at the same level at the same svp level who was this typical flamboyant classy leader who could go to any exec uh, you know forum or the boardroom and tell beautiful stories and was very creative right so and he was an american he is an american right so there is this chinese flavor american flavor military style leadership uh, you know a very flamboyant style of uh, speaking uh, very rigorous execution uh, somebody who was very creative i think my you know the several such mentors that is you know picked and figured out what i would learn from them and they have been very kind right so that is something i would really recommend women to do because that is the only way that you can learn from other people right i mean there are a lot of books but i think watching and observing people operate in front of you is a better way of learning and finally something that i learned the very hard way i overvalued expertise overvalued experience and i'm sure your smile speaks a lot uh, so when the roles came up to me right somebody tapped my shoulder and said this is a perfect role for you go for it you're all there behind you and i have extremely seen a people telling me go for it you are deserving you can do it i didn't have the confidence oh my god to go from a 300 uh, member org to let's say a 1500 member org leadership they are completely different challenges i used to get overwhelmed scared so on one hand my husband used to tell me like i don't know what's wrong with you right i mean you're being offered it on a platter and you're not taking it and in those times my learnings were my male colleagues who were probably lesser qualified for the job just raised their hand the job and moved on right so i think it's great to have experts expertise and experience i think we have we are very sincere we believe in perfectionism but it's also important that we need to go out and have confidence we can learn the job on we can learn the skills on the job so i think these are probably four areas that i would recommend um, you know women to also uh, you know add into it if they are not already doing it a uh, super stick uh, one uh, analogy i can relate to it is uh, i am a marketer so in digital marketing uh, it is always like you will learn basis on the campaign performance on the go you should start it is not like if you uh, wait for a perfect plan a uh, perfect platform and uh, in a perfect timing it will never come the same in life also right and also many um, guests have also shared uh, how women in a room actually um, uh, there was a comparison when you uh, when it was been a question asked that if this you are 70% qualified for the job will you hmm. go on up for it uh, none of the women raised their hands but the same question has been asked in the room of uh, guys 90% raised their hands exactly so normal, right and uh, even you would have seen funny stories that people will be uh, male uh, you know uh, friends that will be so happy that if they are passing and they will be like i passed and we will be sitting and crying that 97 i don't know where i <laughs> my three marks right so still uh, unfortunately uh, that, that's a funny thing but in reality we have been too hard on ourselves so that has to be changed we are, 
we are judging ourselves that no that is not my cup of tea sorry i don't think i can do so i don't think uh, nothing is like that everything we can learn and we will only get better and um, you know um, sometimes we get spoiled by seeing movies also because in movies your hero or uh, your lead role will be always portrayed in a way that it's all inborn skills just like that in back of the hand that if it's a cricketer that you'll be always hitting six and he will uh, you know know <laughs> it in his blood you know if he hits his you know be like that right you know you have to practice and you have to imbibe that skills most of the times so i should slightly digressing from the topic but i remember something that took me by surprise uh, you know it was about rithik roshan right uh, we all grew uh, at least i can speak for myself i grew on a lot of fantasies right uh, fantasy stories and i remember when his kids were probably around that 3 4 years of age uh he actually went on media and said i do not give fantasy stories uh, story books to my kids to read he said they need to learn young enough life is yeah. not going to be a bed of roses and yeah. they have to learn that life is going to be lows and highs and they better get equipped from now and yeah. this is like exactly what you said about the movies right i think yeah. we get subconsciously conditioned to thinking life is going to be smooth so yeah. awesome point and also the series is another extreme so uh, you know being a female they have to sacrifice everything they are living only for the other happiness then only they will be called as great mother great wife or a great daughter in law not reality according to me so i i don't watch exactly. those series if anybody watches i'll discourage them because i'll say hey what and i was just in a in a uh, neighborhood this thing again it's slightly di- uh, digressing but just to uh, want to quote this example and my neighbor was watching a series in that uh, christmas this girl wanted to be an ips officer but got married to a guy who was not uh, you know literate or anything and something is going on i don't understand but i saw one scene that she was so scared to talk to her uh, you know uh, mother in law something uh, you know she was so scared i was saying that she wanted to be an ips officer i, I don't you know I, i don't have any correlation i was saying what no what rubbish <laughs> so exactly. sometimes i think unwanted conditioning unwanted stereotyping i think only uh, family members can break that and support the kid because rithik roshan example also uh, you know said the same so snigda in your uh, overall learning i could sum it up in one way only you have to be a continuous learner and you should never ever think that i have wasted some years or i could have not done that i could have done this maybe i wasted no nothing is waste because for me i am a biology student i did engineering it i did marketing mba and i'm uh, you know now heading partner marketing global mar- partner marketing freshworks none of this i would say uh, that not relevant to what i am doing because everything has taught me something or the other So and I'm every- sure in your childhood this may not have been your career plan if you were asked at ten no. years or twelve years old. I wanted to be an IPS officer. Evolved. Yeah, exactly. So it happens. So it's not like a perfect plan. Again, movie like you know from the end they will have a dream and they will chase for it. We will evolve. We are evolving. I'll also evolve. Maybe exactly. after ten years I may do something different. So just start. That is where uh, exactly. It's a fantastic uh, point. Yeah. So Snigda, so to all the women. watching out there what is your advice for them in their formative years of uh, in tech roles maybe they would have got um, into tech roles so we will assume that they are in a stage now they are into the early years of tech roles what they should do to grow in this uh, stream you have already spoke about mentorship but couple of tips apart from that sure. for them to, i will do uh, that 
really reach out to that uh, stage yeah so i'll probably give around just you know three or four very brief self explanatory points uh, because you've been talked enough uh, i think identifying your strengths and uh, very consciously creating a brand for yourself right uh, because you really think about it uh, even when you're absent uh, your brand speaks for you right so Correct. your brand carries forward even when you are not there uh, you have to do it consciously you have to really have a plan uh, i mean come from marketing background you know this the best right you have to keep hammering uh, those same points that keep reinforcing your brand right it's a continuous effort uh, second is something that i went through also uh, at one point in time if somebody told me that uh, we're looking for a woman for this role or uh, this is where we wanted i was candidate uh, i would take it that i am not capable and somebody is giving me a charitable opportunity it took me some time to figure out that life is not always fair there are opportunities that you lose out on this is an opportunity that's come to me but only because somebody believes that i'm qualified for it and i'm capable of delivering on it so i think stop perceiving gender mandates as charity take advantage of the situation if you're not capable you will fail right so do not think do not have this fear in your mind or a uh, you know perceived notion in your mind third uh, i think i brought this out earlier also not just mentors for your uh, leadership styles but also for competencies so pick somebody who's great at marketing pick somebody who's great at um, you know technology pick somebody who's great at customer experience so that you have enough uh, you know inputs to build your career even if you are a programmer right start thinking a few years ahead what is going to help you get the next role i think that's important right prepare yourself for it uh, the fourth one is i think again uh, you know because of all the conditioning we build relationships because we genuinely care about people i think somewhere even i had that myth uh not to leverage relationships or not to make my relationships work for me because in my mind that is using people it took me some time to realize no it is not using people because it is a win win symbiotic relationship today sandhya needs me tomorrow i need her so there isn't anything negative about it so again right. definitely build relationships and make your relationships work for you i think those could be the four simple things that would ask people to uh you know practice in their day to day life amazing pointers i'll also follow that for sure snigda uh, so one thing um, you were talking about diversity in workplace and how this uh, roles are coming that is leading me to your question um, i personally believe a mother of four year old uh, over decade plus experience in uh, marketing across various industries in various culture of organization i at, at least personally and strongly believe that if an organization believes in an inclusive and diversified uh, culture they will have more business success and uh, currently i am witnessing that in the organization i work for also freshworks is a believer of that and they are reaping the benefits for the same old, same but not every workplace is like that so um, what do you think uh, how workplace is playing an important role in all these things for bringing out leaders especially in uh, stem field from women Uh, or generally also so any best practices you have come across in your career which you think other workplace also have to adapt uh, snigda sure i think uh, you bring in a you know fabulous perspective right organizations are responsible 
and not again just because um, having a gender issue is good but because you obviously get uh, the best out of a very creative diverse workforce let me take the example of paypal right because uh, this is my current workplace and uh, i truly believe they've done a fabulous job right and i'll uh, you know share why so we have this global gender inclusive uh, inclusive program called unity right and then we have the india chapter and then obviously you know uh, at the regional level also we have focus across our uh, four offices now what i found really awesome was there is a very huge contribution from male colleagues they are not forced into it they sign up for it and to me this is the point that you bring forward like a lot of programs are there in every organization but when you see male colleagues voluntarily signing up it actually talks about the culture Culture, you know what the organization has achieved is a culture where women contributions and impact is being celebrated is being promoted is being believed right because that's only when you will find people signing up for a cause now getting down to some of the uh, programs that are going on and how paypal has been very very perceptive of what the environment needs not just the organization uh we have recently launched and i will actually give a lot of credit to uh you know my co-leader shivpriya and her team um we've come up with this program we realize that campus recruitment women conversion is low and when i say low it's lower than the percentage of women in the colleges that itself is low but even if you saw the male to female conversion ratio in the campus recruitment it was low much lower for women right and unfortunately there are labels being created uh, you know women are not technical they are not keeping up to date but what this team did is they went and tried to analyze all the data of the last few years spoke to a few women and realized that all of this conditioning uh, and of course the way they were thinking about it they didn't have a lot of coaches mentors they were more inward focused and hence they were not able to crack the interview stages So we launched a pro. We launched a program this year that targets the third-year engineering students, female students. Okay. And what we're doing is between the technical skills and the behavioral leadership styles or you know individual styles, uh, we are providing them grooming uh, through an external partner. There are many many people from PayPal who have signed to help these third-year students to understand the corporate culture and the needs, right? And obviously. uh it is not that we are going to recruit all of them we are actually paying it forward to the community and building more able people more able women to join into the workforce and when i say able it's not competency but it's just free and you know unlearning the conditioning that's been going on similarly uh we have a brilliant program for women coming back from work called recharge again over there i think the focus is on building the confidence getting women back to the workforce it's not important that we are hiring all of them but you're making it easier for them to go back to any of the uh, your companies out there right in the stem field uh, these are two programs that i would definitely like to call out the third which probably a lot of us are already doing is at every level that we talked about junior mid senior i think those transition points or even in those levels they very specific requirements So we have these year-long sponsorship programs where we have senior leaders, uh, coach, mentors sponsor these candidates. But we also have a lot of external workshops, one-on-one self-paced learning made available to uh, you know our female associates 
for them to learn and usually anything that's got to be experiential has to be over a longer period of time so as an organization i think we just don't speak about women being important to the workforce but there are many many different uh, you know similar interventions that happen to hire more women engage them try to understand how is it what are those apprehensions when they come back from childbirth right how do you get them settled in and then of course how can you retain women uh, so you know it is it, it is very inspiring to see all this happen also i think a lot of these uh, you know industry bodies like nascom is definitely having their own program so i think just as an ecosystem and organization uh, we've definitely got uh, much better in helping women you know be active participants in the workforce uh, of course there are a couple of things i think we can do more uh, but uh, yeah great great snigda a couple of these pointers were covered by um, jayshri too uh but uh, one thing i like this male colleagues coming and uh, joining it uh, right i'm sure then the culture speaks it all so i'm sure this would have helped lot of us to rethink what has to be yeah. done because we are also leaders right we also have to do the prog- it's not always about the organization from top down it's always the top down approach uh, so you are anyway at your level is you are leading a team that means you have to have your own diversion uh, diversity and inclusivity um you know programs for yourself you have to adapt it uh, according to your team and you have to have your own goals that is something like each and every leader uh, need to uh, practice instead of just right. uh, uh, it's not it should not be a uh, lip service rather it should be practiced so that's a great absolutely uh, one so, thing though cindy i'm not sure if this is something you also experienced despite all of these uh, you know in most of the firms uh i still find quite a few people within the organization outside the organization uh, reach out for one on one sessions and um, you know they are uh, need based situation based uh, inputs or guidance that they reach out for right it could be something at home that's happening that they are not able to cope up with they just need somebody to speak to because most of the times i also feel that they know the answers because when they are talking and asking the question you know they are processing it and they know what to do but right. they just need somebody to speak to similarly i think we have this feeling of uh, you know biases at work or you know about managers uh, you know at work giving them the right opportunities so something that's been going on in my mind i know there are workplace relationship teams in every organization uh, but maybe they feel they are very minor or very silly to reach out because those are like you know focused on larger organizations uh, i sometimes feel that um, in an easy access to counselors or experts or a larger bandwidth of senior people may help um, have you felt um, somewhat similar you know it's easier for them to reach out to you and talk to you and sometimes uh, you know in their mind it's a very silly thing but it's a they are also overwhelmed by it correct i um i agree uh, stick that actually many of uh, at least the culture i maintain within my team is it's like a family environment they'll come and share like personally if they are going through something they need some advice professionally personally and uh, i also personally spend lot of time in developing people because i believe in nurturers people are uh, women are boxed out as nurturers right because we uh, they say that family and children only will be nurturing not like that i always say i'm good in partner marketing because yeah i'm a woman i'm a nurturer i nurture relationships i nurture partners i nurture my team so i i can do better very good perspective so, uh, 
so we actually will become a great role models as well as coaches as well as counselors and also there are professionals in fact in freshworks uh, kind of this kind of tough situation all of us are going through uh, healthy lifestyle for mom they are having sessions from experts how they have to take care of their health mental health um, you know sessions are there there are uh, counselors available um, you know for us to professional counselors for us to reach out and uh, seek help i think um gone are those days those these things have been seen as some mental person right it has become like another headache or uh, you know fever like just you are going and seeking a professional Correct. help to get so it's completely all right uh, to open up and speak to people it's not always necessary that you have to wear a face that you are always uh, good um you know uh, super happy superwoman wrong perfect not it's okay sometimes you can try sometimes you can be angry sometimes you can get frustrated it's all understandable and people are people end of the day and uh, we will, we will uh, you know we have to express ourselves so that we don't really get into that uh, depressive state i don't even wanted to use that uh, word but unfortunately it's been most abused and frequently used word nowadays right yeah. and very sad to see that because it's all because i think you we are so worried that how are we getting projected outside and we are so much working on that and end of the day we are forgetting that whom we are and we are not really expressing ourselves so i'm i'm sure right um, so you right i think uh, these counseling sessions that are being conduct- conducted because of covid and the pandemic i think uh, it'll be nice if those are extended beyond the pandemic to some of yes. these women associates uh, and maybe even the male associates right to just uh, give them a platform Uh, correct uh, snigda so yeah we spoke a lot about uh, women in tech leadership generally women in leadership roles lot of uh, personal experience you have shared i'm sure it would have been a, a you know great learning experience for everybody moving to the next section of the podcast we talk about videos here so mad over videos is our concept so uh, just in your experience uh, you being in product roles um, how video helped you professionally uh, either in terms of explainer videos or tech pictures how do you see videos as thing sure so i have two uh, you know distinct perse- uh, perspectives about videos right i think um, all of us humans are wired uh, to learn more uh, when there is a 3d impact versus Correct. let's say reading from a book right and so i think videos are very very powerful uh, medium uh, also because i think when you you know i mean that's of course because of the body language the emotions that are coming into play which help bridge that personal connect right uh, it is almost real life uh, so that and of course i think you know being in the marketing fields and they are um, you know even moving aside from uh, product uh ads have always been uh, the greatest needle mover on selling products right and i think that's been there uh, today with the quality of videos and the accessibility anybody can you know capture a video and uh, socialize it i think it's become an extremely powerful tool uh, so yes i think to change the perception and you know there there has been several videos that have inspired me uh but uh, one area that i have seen people do is uh, i will go back to my previous organization we were considered to be adp was considered to be a very media shy boring b to b firm right and uh, that impacted our brand image right we couldn't attract talent uh, we couldn't really compete with the startups of the world 
because they had such fancy videos and they made it so easy uh, people didn't have to spend a lot of time in learning there were how to videos and uh, that is what we did when we tried to change our brand uh, image uh, to address a better revenue to you know he- help people understand us as customer centric company and also attract talent because you had competition from the googles of the world right um, we used video as a very very powerful mechanism to rebrand ourselves completely and also use them uh, to train users faster uh, than go through these boring facts and how to documents so i'd be happy to uh, share that superb uh, snigda so we'll see the video sure the job of hr is tougher than ever every new day brings a downpour of raw data If you could reveal potential critical patterns and trends from the data, you'd unlock a deeper understanding of your workforce. Discover ADP Data Cloud, a powerful and intelligent set of data analysis tools that reveal hidden insights within your ADP workforce data. Measure trends and patterns in your workforce. compare your organization to benchmarks from the broader market to see where you stand predict and uncover likely future trends to anticipate rather than react and then apply insights and take action so why is adp data cloud the preferred choice for workforce reporting analytics and big data adp data cloud delivers comprehensive workforce analytics that are ready to go regardless of your experience or expertise accurate benchmarks from nearly 30 million employee records so you can compare your organization to the broader market simple intuitive usability supported by adp expertise and data use adp data cloud to put data to work and help move your company forward lead with adp data cloud coming back to the uh, last section of the podcast uh, snigda couple of light hearted questions uh, for us because we had an intense discussion right so couple of uh, light hearted questions so you are talking lot about mentors coaches so the one woman leader a fellow women leader or industry women leader whom you look up to okay so i think that's a tough question when you say one because i think based on my mood based on my phases i keep switching Uh, I would actually just talk about three names, uh, right? I'm not going to talk a lot about them because the pattern is the same. Uh, I think the way I look at them is somebody who adopt employees as children, right? So uh, two people, and in fact, one is a male leader, a CTO of PayPal, uh, Sri Shivananda, and uh, a woman uh, VP who leads uh, our risk and fraud platforms, Arti Makija. uh they were nowhere in my organization hierarchy but from the time i joined in they have been people who have checked in who have been there when i've needed them who have continued to keep a regular connect with me to see how i'm doing in my career and if you look at it it's a very selfless intent because by giving me that cushion and comfort to speak or share my thoughts or brainstorm especially as i join you in the organization wouldn't have benefited them right uh, similarly at adp we had a very senior leader called jen ryan who had joined and she had this large and thousand member organization 
uh, when I was leading around a 300 member organization in India and she was leading a global org. But the interest that she expressed in my well-being, she even came home. She insisted I invite her home for lunch. I think these three leaders have inspired me. And the way you look at it is I felt they were my foster parents or adopted, right? I mean, not that they are very old in age, uh, you know, probably a few years, uh, you know, similar or, you know, senior. But when I say adoption, it is just those, um, you know, uh, belongingness that they help you, they help create around you. I think that's what has been uh, extremely enduring. Super, super Snigda. So what is the one thing you love about your job? I just love it when I have been able to challenge one of my team members or colleagues, help them get into uncomfortable zone, discover themselves, discover their potentials and succeed and get the credit for it. I think that makes me feel so thrilled. And the more I do, the more I'm able to do and enable, I think gives me the biggest satisfaction in my job. Superb, like that. So you have been in various capacities of roles. So what do you think it is one important quality a leader should possess? OK, I think it's very um, personal to each of us. Uh, for me, I think it has been a lot of consciousness at whatever I'm doing, right? Uh, so being, you know, actively present and aware of the environment. Uh, I think what that has helped is anticipate changes coming before they came in, right? Anticipate uh, team dynamics, uh, trust environments, uh, opportunities. Um, just because I was so fully into the moment and completely focused. And that has helped, uh, you know, we talked about adaptability, managing change. I think that has helped me, um, you know, change and adapt over a period of time to different cultures, different styles. Superb. So last question I, uh, you know, I really wanted to ask is after all this pandemic thing gets over. So <laughs> is your vacation plan stick up? <laughs> Maybe I think it's like the key. choice. <laughs> yeah, so my sister is the lively one in the family. And every year, she has an annual vacation plan. So I think for 2020 and 2021, uh, she had Australia followed by uh, Scotland for 2021. And domestic, she had Rajasthan followed by Hampi. So I think there are four venues that are waiting for us. <laughs> so... Looking forward, right, all of us. I, I hope Absolutely. we will be all uh, together, weather the storm and come out uh, strongly. Stay safe, uh, viewers. That's what we all uh, look for. The reason for us to bring such strong female leaders to come and talk to you, to all of you is, yes, there will be certain times like this. So it can be a global pandemic or it can be a personal uh, up and down phases, but we all will stay stronger and weather it and come out even more stronger and better. So this is Sindhya Balasing signing off from all of you before meeting up next week with one another exciting guest. And the same podcast is available in all streaming platforms as well as the podcast platforms too. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Snigda, once again. Thanks, you, thank you, Sindhya.